Testing. Is it working? Oh, it's very, very quiet. Ooh, playback speed is that. Hang on. We're figuring this out as we go, fellas. Hang on. Uh, how do I motherfucking... Oh, there we go. Testing. Test, test? Testing. Is it working? I think that it is working, good. dude. That was pretty good. Yeah. I'm keeping this all in in the intro. This intro, this five-second intro just became a fucking, this is what the is intro. it, 30-second intro? Adjusting the mic. Yeah. Getting audacity up. And putting the MacBook out. Look, this is a high-quality podcast. High, extremely fucking high-quality. Anyway, welcome to Draw Call. I yeah, guess. whatever. So a fucking... We need to find, like, a, like a song or something to yeah. put... A little intro tune. A little intro tune. Three to five seconds, as it says on the outline that I that we wrote. Yeah, like, here. we should find a cool piece of music to make our intro or i guess we could switch every time and make the intro a, like a what we've been listening to primarily yeah you know? yeah absolutely that's a great idea Z. yeah that's a great idea i think we should do that i honestly think we should do that too I'm yeah not, i'm not sure <laughs> but i think that's a good ass idea right um i don't know man what have you been listening to i okay so i'm not the biggest jpeg mafia fan and i i did i did sort of tell you about this earlier yeah. but his new album lp Exclamation point. Yeah. That is a real bop. Do you say the... So LP... Do you have to say exclamation point? Or do you say like LP? Like, so like a little bit of a yelling effect on Because there? it's JPEG, I feel like he would want me to say the exclamation point. Okay. Just knowing his character through his music, you know? Right. Hmm. LP exclamation point. Yeah. Is there a specific song on there that uh, has really been hitting? Damn exclamation point. Damn exclamation point. Damn exclamation point. <laughs> Damn exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. Damn exclamation point. Damn exclamation yep. point. Times three, that's right. All right. You know what, dude? The good as any, I think. Sure. I don't fucking... I yeah. think JPEG would. Damn. Damn. Would love that. Yeah, I think his label would be perfectly fine with it. Damn. Playing the yeah. audio for damn, right. damn, damn! Exclamation well, point! As exclamation, long as we put the exclamation points, yeah. Sorry, sorry, JPEG and Universal Recording Group or whoever <laughs> signed JPEG. I meant damn exclamation point, damn exclamation point, damn exclamation there you point. Go, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the intro. Uh, we have now reached like two and a half minutes. Wow, dude, we only got like fifty-eight minutes left. That's some quick math. Yeah, dude. You a professional? Oh, absolutely. Hey, segue. You, what do you? How? Ooh, that was. Oh, you're like a little professional yeah. podcaster well, right you there. Know, I, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you got me. Yeah, guilty as charged. Right. That's so, super uh, sick. What do you do? What do you do professionally, Mac? Oh man, what a question. What do I do professionally? Uh, well, currently I'm a web operations manager at a little video game studio called. Actually, I think we're like a pretty mid-sized studio. At we this are. Point, yeah. Uh, called Shell Games. Uh. Which is why I can pretend to be like a game developer. If you've seen the intro, or not the intro, the uh, sort of description for the podcast or wherever you're listening to uh, this on, Spotify, Stitcher Premium, We're regular Stitcher. Stitcher. We are on Stitcher. That's pretty cool. Our Stitcher page is actually up right now. Wow. We can look hey, at check it. check that out if you're not yeah. already checking it out. Check that out if you're listening it to this on not Stitcher. Right. Or don't, because we like all of the podcast distributors equally. Yeah, but I mean... You should still check it out. Like, if you're on Spotify on your phone right now, just, you know, minimize out, swipe up, yeah. go to Safari or Chrome or whatever, go to Stitcher, look us up, just check it out. Yeah. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, too. We're on Apple Podcasts. I don't really care too much about Apple Podcasts. That's fair. But... That's fair. 
They dude, our page does look very cool on Apple Podcasts. I haven't looked. Actually, I tried to find us. Really? Well, did it not work? <laughs> maybe it didn't work. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll fix that in post. We'll fix yeah. that in post. Uh, it actually very clearly did work. Uh, <laughs> it did work. He's, it yeah. If you look right yeah. now, it'll be up. Yeah. If you, <laughs> by the time this episode <laughs> reaches Apple Podcasts, right. it will be up it on w- Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so we can say it yeah. is up on Apple Podcasts, and we can also say with affirmity that it looks very good. It, yes, affirmity is that a word? Sure. All right. Yeah. Professional game developers, folks. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to that. Yeah, um, I'm a web operations manager at Shell Games. I make the websites. Uh, I develop. Does uh, a good job. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I needed that today. What a what a day. I need to, dude, my mom might be listening to this. I need to stop swearing as much. Yeah. Ah, my mom knows. You you can pawn it off as, like, me instigating you to swear. Ah. You know, a little peer pressure. Yeah. No, that makes sense. You know what? I am very, uh, what is it? Not, uh, fuck, dude. Like, susceptible? Not susceptible, right. but just, impre- oh, impressionable. That oh, was the word I was go, looking for. The mic peaked again right there. Oh, shit, dude. We're going to have to fix that. We're five, dude. These vast few minutes have gone extremely quickly. <laughs> this might be said anything. yeah. We have literally said nothing of value. This is a games podcast, by the way. Yeah, this is a podcast about video games. Right. If you've seen the uh, the description, it's or the description on Twitter, which we're also on. Yeah, follow uh, us there. Follow us on Twitter at Draw Call Pod. Right. It's uh, a podcast about games by game developers, right. which I so clearly am as a web operations manager. See how I brought that all back around. Right, right. At Shell Games, clean. thank you. Um, yeah, I make the websites and uh, do some other stuff for Shell Games. Uh, dip, dipping my toe a little bit into you know the game development landscape mm-hmm. uh, by just chatting with uh, a lot of our good friends at the studio and outside the studio. Yeah, uh, I think a good, a funny thing that we can do is just trying to get like the largest like people in games. Like we should cr- try getting like Rami Ismail. That and would be crazy. <laughs> we should try getting like Troy Baker <laughs> to come on our podcast. Yeah. That honestly, or we what if we just got people outside of games to get them to talk about games? Ooh, that's a really you good know? idea, actually. Like if we're plugging JPEG, let's get JPEG on. <laughs> get JPEG to talk yeah. about his favorite video games. Yeah. And get him to plug Shell Games over and over yeah. again. <laughs> Maybe he'll drop a bar about yeah. Shell and his song, you know, his next album. <laughs> what what would be a good bar for him to drop about? With Shell? Shell? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, like... Uh, it's gotta be... <laughs> it's gotta be I Expect You to Die related, I think. Yeah. Oh, no. Until you fall. Ball until you fall. Yeah. Uh, ring the bell. Ring the bell. Shout out Shell. Ring the bell. Shout out Shell. We all ball until we fall. Yeah, there we go. I think that's it. Hey, yeah. bars. Bars, man. Oh, man. Thanks, JPEG. Yeah. No. Yeah. I almost said no problem as if I was JPEG Mafia. <laughs> Or uh, as uh, you know, the aficionados call him Peggy Bay. Do people call him actually Peggy Bay? I call him Peggy Bay, and Dude. I just sort of got into him. Oh, okay, that's sick, actually. Yeah, Pe- Peggy. Peggy Bay, if you're listening to this, we would love to have you on the podcast. Where was I? Oh, yeah, our good friends, you know, inside and outside of the studio. Uh, one of which is the host of this show. Ziad. That's me. Yeah, that's me. I'm I'm Ziad. Um, I also go by Z. It's easier, easier to spell, easier to say, kind of cooler too. I, I feel like, well, what? Whoa, come on. All right, hold on. What was yeah, that? I, I was, I almost agreed with you. Yeah, but then I was I like, that. that, that was, that's a really mean thing to agree with someone about. 
I mean, I, well, okay, I accept that. But you should agree with me because I said so. And I'm demanding it. I guess it is your name. And if you don't, I'm going to just leave the room. <laughs> so. Yep. When, just like that. <laughs> and one episode out. One game we're... developer <laughs> and a litany of co-hosts. <laughs> yeah. Rolling co-hosts. Right, right. Absolutely not. This show could not survive without you, Z, because you're the only actual game developer hosting the show. Well, I... Even I... though we clearly said on the label right. two game two developers... Game developers. <laughs> There's actually only one game developer hosting. I think show. I think you and I both sort of dip our toes in the other's world. Yeah, that's true actually. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like you may not be a game developer by trade, but you definitely have a lot. Of... What the fuck was that? Did <laughs> yeah, you hear that? That was a whistle or something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you definitely have a lot of, you know, cool game insight like uh, I I've, I've definitely come to you with some problems that I'm trying to solve. You give me really good feedback. I integrate it. Yeah. Um, and I also really love web development. That's one of my one of my passions actually. I love talking divs with you, you know, you know. Divs. <laughs> divs. Uh, BRs. Right, yeah. BRs uh, everywhere. Yeah. Line breaks. Line breaks. Oh man. CSS. Don't, don't get me started on line breaks. This is a web development podcast. That might, that's a story for another time. Let's put that in episode two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the line story. the Google Forum the is Google line Forum break. line break story. One of the greatest companies of all time. We'll save that for another story. Yeah, absolutely. But um yeah, that's us. I I am a professional game developer. Uh, Mac is not, but... A quote-unquote professional game developer. Right, correct. But he is a professional. Someone told me at the studio, I feel like it was my manager, Jill. I think she said, like... No, it was Charlie. It was Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out Charlie, by Charlie, the way. Shout out Charlie, who we've tried very hard to get on this podcast. Yeah. And he has he is too cool. He'll be a guest, though. Yeah, he will be a guest. A recurring hopefully, character. Hopefully a recurring character, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was like, you are a game developer if, you, if your name is in the credits. You know what I mean? Whether you're actually Whoa. like on the, you know, the design team or you're in uh, like the programming team, production, marketing, you know, everyone there has input overall into how the final product looks, which is why their name is in the credits after all. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I, th- I think that's a pretty good, um, I guess, sort of like little ticket, you know, yeah. to keep with you. I think I agree with that too. Yeah. I, I guess... I guess, like, developing a game, right? Like, that is... It's sort of a vague term. Like, what does That's it mean true. to develop a game? Yeah. Jesse Shell actually talks about that in his book, which I have right here. Well, I'm going to do, do the sound effect for you. Hear that? Oh, dude, the mic peaked three <laughs> times. When well, because we, you yeah. swatted the book because three I, times right next to the uh, mic. <laughs> <laughs> the Art of Game Design by Jesse Shell actually talks a lot about this That's concept. Yeah. Is that the, the term game development... Uh, or game design, really, is a very sort of loose term. You know what I mean? There's no real definition, uh, although this book does at least attempt to define it for the purpose of the book. um, There is no hard and fast definition for uh, game design and game development. It's not a, like... It's not like applied science. It's not a hard science, like, you know, with, like, a hard definition. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I think Charlie is correct. Anyone who has input into how the end product is or how the end game is mm. and can classify themselves as a game developer, which is why I do for the right, sake as, of... as you should. <coughs> and that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the game development gods yeah. 
It gave me a little bit of instant karma right yeah, there look- for for daring <laughs> to call myself a Gandalfer. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, like, whoa, check yeah, yourself. Back. Check yourself there, pal. Yeah, stay in your little lane, buddy. Yeah, or else we're gonna have to do something to your lungs. <laughs> Make sure you never develop a game again, quote unquote. Yeah, say say game development again. I yeah. dare you, man. <laughs> That's what they said to you right there. It's like saying Patriot and Metal Gear Solid. It's like you can never say it. Or you die. You're right. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Um, dude, we got through the intro a lot faster mm. than I thought. Actually, it's been oh, 11. I feel like we actually didn't really talk about ourselves at all. That's true. We, we really <laughs> did not. We said our we, names yeah. and like a title of what we do, but yeah. we didn't talk all right. at all about Yeah, we got a lot more in this outline. I wish you guys could see like the outline here. It's like the shittiest... Like, most just basic ass. I was telling Z this before we started. Uh, we're attempting to make one of the worst podcasts ima- imaginable. Uh, well, let's... <laughs> let's Maybe... And here comes Z to clean it up. But hey, you heard it here first. Hey, listen. Let's do a little PR check on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ding! I'm going to add a little sound effect. <laughs> there Ding! you go. Yeah, a little bit of sub, like a soap sub. I, I think we're looking for the term... Basement podcast. Ooh, that's right? a yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a good one. Like we, we definitely want to have some interesting discussions, some good, some good laughs, some good gaffes. Yeah, but quality, it might not be there. That's true. That is very Listen, true. We're two game developers living in Pittsburgh. We're doing our best out here. We we're not trying to, you know, break any. Yeah, we're any not raising the we're not raising here. the bar here, man. Right. All right. Leave, no, leave that to professional podcasters. Yeah. We got real work to do. Right. We're not in we're not in some box. We're not trying to prove anything. Yeah. We're just walking down a path. That's right. We're hiking. We're yeah, this is a hiking podcast. This is this is a hiking podcast, yeah. by the way. <laughs> grab your carabiners, everybody. Yeah. Grab your Strap carabiners. Grab your freaking what do they call your those? The, the back the back uh, hydration packs. Camel packs. Camel packs. There we go. Those grab your camel packs. Yeah. And come on a little come on a little adventure. What do you think those. would happen if I brought my camel pack into the studio? Honestly, dude, you should. Halloween is tomorrow. This will probably come out in like before Halloween, but right now it's Thursday and Halloween is tomorrow. You should come to the studio, dressed as like a hiker. That's not a bad idea. And probably pretty like low, like low effort. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not. A bad Put you idea. like a little camel pack on. But if you were to do that at any day outside of Halloween, I do think you might get a couple of strange looks. What do you think would be? Like... Actually, wait. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like actually I think. What would happen is uh, the HR HR would like come like out of like their like chamber and be like, "Are you like okay? Do you need to yeah, like you think so? take some vacation days? I, I why are you that. at your why are you at your desk with a camel pack? Yeah. You can leave your desk to right. get water. Right, you don't right, need right. to. <laughs> you don't need to have a oh, hydration pack strapped to your back. Yeah, they 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 think I'm like like crunching real hard. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, doing, I don't have time to get up to get water. Yeah, you're doing 55 hours a day right. on, like, whatever project you're yeah. on. And uh, I said whatever project you're on because I'm not sure if it's under NDA. Is it I, under I NDA? I think it might be. Oh, okay. I, we should just assume, assume all everything. projects are under NDA. I think that is, like, literally within, like, the like the tenets of Shell Games yeah. is to, like, assume that everything is, like, under NDA. Yeah. Um, I might be getting that wrong. Uh, also, disclaimer, we have been drinking. Uh, water. Water. Strictly water. Only water. <laughs> Only water. Through Camelback high, hydration packs. We, exactly, exactly. We did take some shots, though. We... Of, of sparkling water. Of... <laughs> you know? Of sparkling beef eater water. You... <laughs> Dude, that look you gave me just now? Yeah. That was great. 
That was a good look. The don't lie. Yeah. Don't lie to your to yeah. your to your friends. Right, yeah. To your <laughs> in the ether listening yeah, to Yeah, in the ether listening to this fifty years from now when the oh, world yeah. is when the world My has kid ended. Listening to this? Yeah. <laughs> Holy kid. moly. This is what's gonna be in the archives. This is what we're gonna send to this, the covenant. This is what my kid's gonna cringe. He's gonna cr- that whoever whatever whichever gender they're gonna cringe listening to this. Yeah. I already know. Oh man. It's they're gonna be really excited to hear it. Like I'm gonna drop this. Like you're know, gonna have like, here, here's the scenario, right? Yeah. Mom and I were having dinner at a pizzeria with our little kid, and we're we're like you know swapping stories about about when I was a teenager, when yeah. I was a young adult. And I'm gonna be like, yeah, I did a podcast once. My kid's gonna be like, a podcast? Can I listen? I'm like, yeah, look it up, draw a call. Daddy, daddy, please. Yeah. Let me listen to the podcast. Yeah, look it up, draw a call. <laughs> And they're just gonna like that's gonna be the that's gonna be the rift in our relationship. Yeah, they're gonna stop talking to you. Yeah, and like my dad fucking sucks, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's, that, it's that's gonna jumpstart their their like uh, adolescence period adolescence period of like yeah. not talking to their parents. Yeah, it's and, gonna like, jumpstart skipping it. school, <laughs> yeah. doing drugs. Yeah, it's gonna, <laughs> I, I'm gonna inadvertently send down the wrong path, dude. And all from this gaming podcast. Yeah, from this moment. From this mo this basement podcast. Right yeah, here. this is basement podcast. Ugh. You know. Anyway, what were we talking about? Before? We're still trying to introduce ourselves. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Okay. In the outline here, we have uh, however long it takes. Drag it out. Swap. Right, maybe you don't want to put those swap those parts in there. <laughs> swap stories about how we got. Ooh, that's. Let's a good do one. that one. Let's swap stories about how we got to shell games. Uh, you go first, Mac. You've been here longer than me. Okay. I guess yeah. Um, it has been almost two years. It'll be two years like next month. Actually, Whoa, less than a month. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, yeah, I got to show games through a little company called Dealer Venom. Uh, Dealer Venom. I really hope that my old Dealer Venom boss is not listening to this podcast. They might be. Um, yeah, Dealer Venom was a company. Um, there were good times. There were bad times. It was like a startup bro company. What, you know what, what kind I mean? of like company was it? It was a. Uh, it was an automotive. Uh, like website provider, so we like. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, we like built website. Do you know this actually? No, that's so niche though. Oh yeah, it is like super niche. I like didn't really even like realize it was like a market until like I heard about it. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, we were an automotive website provider, so we would like pitch car dealerships and make their websites. Like that was our entire like business model. Whoa. What? Um, can you can you name drop like a couple clients? Yeah, uh, we. So our biggest, I guess, client, I can call them, is Toyota North America. Whoa. We, uh, That's a fat client. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's like, it helped get me this job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we pitched Toyota North America uh, way back in, like, I think 2019, like early 2019. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we became one of their seven official website partners. So the way it works is, uh, like... If you are, like, say, a Toyota dealership or like a Nissan dealership, uh, there's a greater than like 50% chance that you are part of like some sort of website vendor program or a general sort of marketing program on behalf of the manufacturer. Whoa. So Toyota partners, or it's almost like a franchise almost, right? So yeah. like Toyota partners with a local dealership and they become Toyota of whatever. And uh, they partner with a company called Shift Digital. Uh, Shift Digital does almost all of the sort of like 
they're like the middleman for like all of the websites mm-hmm. or almost all of the websites for a lot of different major manufacturers. It's like damn near monopoly, I feel. Yeah, it sounds um, like one. Yeah, it's uh it's a pretty crazy system, honestly. So yeah, so Toyota um they hire on uh a bunch of dealerships uh to be part of the program. You basically uh, you don't have to be part of the program, but you save a lot of freaking money if you do, mm-hmm. um, if you do join up with them. And on in the middle of that is Shift Digital, like handling sort of like, essentially middlemen. Like, I literally don't know what they do. Uh, <laughs> and I will never work at Shift Digital after right. this podcast comes out. Um, and then on the other hand of that is the website providers. So people like Dealer.com, people like Dealer Inspire, people like Dealer Venom, my former employers. Um, we all sort of... Uh, had to bid or pitch Toyota North America and Shift Digital to be part of their website like vendor program, and uh, yeah, we uh, it was honestly a pretty crazy story. Um, so our CEO Jude, uh, he <laughs> Jude Law, <laughs> different be a lot cooler. But <laughs> no, nah, but I called him by his DJ name. He was a DJ. Yeah, he is a DJ. He moonlights as a DJ. Or he moonlights as your CEO. He basically, Which one? Flip a coin, pal. <laughs> All right, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You're picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he <laughs> he uh, he was gone, just like MIA. I don't even remember what he was doing uh, for, like, damn near a week. And uh, there was the same week that we had, like, the Shift Digital, like, partnership, uh, like, pitch meeting. So, mm-hmm. like, we were supposed to get on, like, uh, a call with, like, hundreds of dealers across the country. And basically pitch our website platform to them mm-hmm. to try and become part of their vendor program. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jude wasn't there for days. And uh, the uh, basically the second in charge of Dealer Venom, the COO, uh, Cam, uh, great guy. And he was like pulling his like, fucking hair out being like, dude, where is Jude? Like he needs to do this thing. So like a day before the conference, he like just started. He basically said he's going to do the pitch himself. He, wow. So he starts like studying... And, like, reading up on, like, you know, everything. and Because uh, he was a VP of sales, right? So, mm-hmm. like, he's used to it. Yeah. But Jude is, like, one of the best salesmen I've ever met in my life. I'll give that to him, like, if anything. Um, so, yeah, he was expected to do it. But Cam was, like, studying and, like, ready to do the pitch and everything. And he was ready. He was prepared. He had a pretty good pitch. And then literally ten the day of, ten minutes before we were supposed to go on, Jude walks through the door. That's so basic. <laughs> Jude walks through the door. He's, like... Hey guys, I'm back. I'm I'm ready to do the thing. Cam's like, no, you're not like doing it. And he's like, yeah, I am. And then no, yeah. Way. And so like Jude sits down at his fucking desk and gets on the phone, kills it. Absolutely That's fucking. So sick. Do you think he was it. like training? <clears throat> no. <clears throat> if I know anything about Jude, <clears throat> he was probably drinking fucking daiquiris in Miami. That's and training. Then, I consider that yeah. training. <laughs> <laughs> Just like decompressing yeah, before he, the big day. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he like. He, it, it was honestly like a sight to see. I'll never forget. Just like because we had like this super tiny like office yeah. uh, in downtown downtown Pittsburgh, and we were in like a co working space. So we had like one like little tiny office because we weren't making a lot of fucking money. We didn't have any uh, we didn't have any like big like names mm-hmm. yet. So we were just like pitching like used car dealerships and small dealers and dealers that didn't want to go with their like suggested website provider mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, so we had basically no money. So we were all, like, five or six of us were all camped out in this tiny little fucking office. Less than the size, or basically about the size of this room, if not less. Dang. 
and just all working out of there. And yeah, Jude comes in, dude. We're all like sitting on like shitty ass chairs like these, like, and just like watching it all, being like, dude, he's killing it. And then yeah, a couple weeks later, we were like, yeah, we got the deal. That's so insane. Yeah, it was. It was. There's a lot I can say about Dealer Venom, and a lot of it not positive, uh, to be honest with you. But that remains one of the coolest things I've ever seen anyone do. That's super cool. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was gnarly. It was gnarly for sure. Um, ah, that was a very long-winded story. That was awesome. Yeah, great payoff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, Dealer Venom was the place that sort of. I would say made me into like the developer that I was at the time that was able to get into Shell Games. Um, they like called me randomly. Shell uh, called you. Yeah. Um, oh, they reached out to you. Well, okay, so uh, web so web development is weird, or I guess not really. Retweet, dude. Retweet. Yeah. It is so weird. That's, <laughs> yeah, you that's can, the weirdest. Fr- yeah. Sorry. Keep going. You can tell a lot of stories about that, yeah. but yeah. So. Um, was I saying? Okay, yeah. So Shell Games uh, went through a like tech agency, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, web development is a little weird in that uh, a lot of the times you're not even applying for jobs directly. Yeah. You're like you're making connections with tech agencies, like recruitment firms, that are doing that work for you. Right. So I have never gotten a job by directly applying. Never. I've always gotten it through connections I made through uh, tech agencies, mm-hmm. like different recruiting firms around Pittsburgh that have called me up being like, hey, we have this job open. You look like a good fit. Are you interested? Interesting. Can you do an interview? And uh, yeah, I got one of those calls uh, literally at like 8 a.m., uh, which if you know anything about me is more than likely I'm still fast to fucking sleep. Yeah, sure. Um, especially working at Dealer Venom, dude, during the low lows, I was like, I'm not getting up until 9 a.m. Yeah. And even if that, dude, who, who right. fucking knows? But uh yeah, they called me, and I luckily wake up for it, and I pick up the phone. I The phone, the number is not saved. I don't know who it is. I'm like, hello? <laughs> and like the most the groggiest hello yeah. you've ever heard in your life. It was insane. Uh, and yeah, uh, the guy was like, uh, yeah, uh, Mac, uh, you uh, interested in like getting a job? I was like, yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah, what is it? And he's like, yeah, there's like a studio, a game studio in Pittsburgh. And instantly I was like, what the fuck? I had never known that there was a game studio in Pittsburgh. Um, and a pretty big one at that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah, once I learned that it was a thing, I was like, yeah, I'm interested. Um, but, dude, honestly, it was like, they almost didn't get my ass. It was very, very close. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it feels weird telling the story, especially in the studio, because, like, mm-hmm. I Shell Games is like, you know, it's not like, like, people try very hard to get into Shell. Yeah. Like, it's especially around here. It's a fantastic place to work. Um, and I realize that I'm walking myself into, like, a humble brag. <laughs> I go for it, dude. Fuck it, dude. This is our podcast. It's my... Yeah, do, it's we our... We do whatever yeah, we want. You know what? I'm in my house, yeah. god damn it. This is... Yeah, this is our microphone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, basically, it was a, like... What's Stockholm Syndrome? Mm-hmm. Uh, almost, I feel like. Um, where I was so, like, indoctrinated into, like, this startup bro mindset. Like, right. oh, I'm going to make it rich. Yeah. Because, like, I had, like, percentage in the in the company or whatever. And uh, if we would have sold for anything close to what uh, Dealer Inspire, which is one of our primary competitors, sold for, they sold for, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. So, like, 2% of that, like, yeah, that's dang. pretty fucking gnarly, right? Um, 
But yeah, so I was super indoctrinated in that mindset. And eventually I just had to be real with myself and be like, like, are you happy now? And do you think you'll be happier at this next place? And uh, the answers to those questions were no, I am not very happy at the moment. And yeah, I think, I mean, video games is like what I love. I've been playing video games like ever since I can remember. Um, and yeah, I was like, eventually after much like back and forth, I actually declined the job. Like you declined the initial offer. Yes. Whoa. Well, I, I declined twice. Whoa. I, uh, so what happened was, uh, I basically like, you know, my, my boss was like, uh, at dealer venom was like, he basically learned that I was applying for this position and he was like getting, trying really hard to get me to stay. Um, so like he offered me this crazy ass salary, uh, and like all this other stuff, like extra percentage, everything. And, uh, I like initially accepted it. I was like, give me this much. I want this. I want that. I want the office. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and he like said yes to everything, uh, and new title. My new title became VP of creative. Whoa. That's a sick title. Yeah, dude. I was like, damn. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I'm actually good. Uh, I don't, yeah, I'm I'm good. I don't want to work here. Uh, or, I mean, obviously I did want to work there very much, but right. I was like saving face. I was like, I mean, it seems like these guys want me really badly at this company. Yeah. I mean, it's all like, you know, it's bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little uh, back and forth, a little yeah. bartering. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, I remember how pissed the guy was. He was like, you're making a, a bad decision right now. Like he told me straight up, like you're making the wrong choice. I was like, you're like agency dude. Yeah. I was like, wow, fuck you, you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me yeah, what's what good for me. Yeah, yeah, what does he know? <laughs> Turns out he knew a lot. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, and I literally, like, I thank whatever God is up there, like, so much. Because on Monday, he called me back and was like, hey, uh, so it seems like they really don't want to let you go. Wow. And uh, they're like, can you, because I, I, like, uh, res- not rescinded, yeah, rescinded my interest in the offer. Or in, like, the job uh, before my in-person interview. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, can you come in for an in-person interview? They really want to, like, basically go through the interview and see if that can change your mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Uh, and, yeah, I went. And I, like, was blown away. I was like, dude, this is where I want to be. That's super like, for Who certain. did you meet with? So I met with, um, I met with Lauren, um, who is the... Uh, former director of talent. I think she's just like the senior director of HR as a whole now. Yeah. So congratulations to her. Shout out Lauren. Um, shout out Lauren. Uh, who else? I met with Jill, who is now my mm-hmm. manager, senior director of marketing at Shell Games. Uh, I met with Dwayne, I believe. I met with Allie, all team members of mine um, in the marketing team. And uh, I met with a couple of game devs as well. I met with Russ. Um, I love Russ. Yeah. Ru- I Dude, I love Russ dude, too. Russ is... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Russ. Shout out Russ. If you're listening to this, dude, Russ should be a, a, a guest on the podcast. We should totally get Russ. Dude, I... Russ should be our first guest. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> yeah. I... I love Russ, man. He's I love so Russ. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> that guy cracks me up all the time. Yeah. I think it'd be very funny to just have Russ in this setting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all... Oh. Like sitting on my shitty dining yeah. room ta- like chairs, <laughs> or anyone, or, like, yeah. anyone from the studio. Imagine but like especially Russ. Imagine like Jake Witherell, <laughs> like in the fucking chair. That's so it, good. On these, oh man, I the visual really helps sell this joke, yeah. dude. Like we're in not the greatest apartment I've ever been in. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's good. Yeah. Uh, but dude, like 
the carpet's old. I'm sitting, we're sitting <laughs> on like shitty, like ten dollar, yeah, like IKEA chairs. Right. Like it's it's a it's truly a basement podcast, folks. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, I eventually uh, I got through the interview and I had my call with Jesse and they gave me an offer. And yeah, I declined the first one. Uh, and they came back with a second offer. I was like, you know what, dude? It's time. Yeah. It's time to go. And I, yeah, I'll never forget uh, like sending in my uh, resignation letter. Uh, dude, it was one of the saddest, but also like sort of vindicating, right, like sure. freeing feeling letters. Because, yeah. dude, I was pouring my heart and soul into this company. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it was, it was a crazy feeling. Um, all love to the people at Dealer Venom, like brothers in arms for mm-hmm. real. Yeah. Like we went through some of the fucking worst times ever um, in that company. It was crazy. Um, we've reached 32 minutes. I feel like I've talked long enough. I mean, uh, that was a great story. Thank you, man. That was I, I never knew that. Yeah, dude. We're really breaking new ground with this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, that's how I got to Shell Games, more or less. Before that, I was working at GNC, but, I mean, I got fucking fired from that job. Um, <laughs> we don't talk about GNC on this podcast. Yeah, no. Um, I've had more than enough talking about the fucking powder company on this hey, if podcast. You're, if, you're, if you're listening to this and you're from GNC, let us know in the comments if you regret letting go of Matt. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> They'll be like, absolutely not. I know the answer is yes, but I just want to see you write it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see you write it out. Or, uh, you know, if, even if you're on Twitter, I want to see, like, the GNC brand, like, on Twitter. <laughs> Retweet that when Quote, we make it big. This. Yeah, when we make it big in this pod, this yeah. podcast making a billion dollars yeah. a month on Patreon. Watch GNC sponsor us, dude. That'd be I would take a GNC right? sponsorship in a second. That'd oh, be very yeah. cool. It's We're a gonna trip for you. Let's walk into their office. Yeah, and just like boombox it. Yeah, like I got a cassette tape. <laughs> I got a beta tape <laughs> yeah. playing fucking our podcast. Be like, yeah, get a little Walkman in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they know, right? They're probably yeah. old enough to know what a Walkman is. Yeah. The the age demographic in GNC is definitely older than yeah. Shell Games by a fair margin. Yeah. So, yeah. Cassette tapes would work for sure. Yeah. Um, I got to cough again. <coughs> oh, man. That one's isolated so I can edit it out. <laughs> Maybe I'll just leave it in for the fellas. Put some, like, <laughs> put some, like, rap ad-libs there. Like some <laughs> skirt. Skirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, just edit out all the coughs. Throw some skirts in there. That, that way, the coughs that happened like 20 minutes ago, yeah. they're just replaced with skirts, and everyone's going to be like, what? Until they get to this uh, point of the podcast. Yeah, it'll keep them guessing. Yeah. It'll keep them listening. And then when they get to this point, they'll be like, oh, that's the joke. Yeah, 100%. Right. So That's it's like good. A, it's a future joke. Yeah. It's one, you know, you just got to keep listening. It's got layers. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. All right. Uh, that's more or less my story. I mean, there's more in there, but listen, we got... A thousand more episodes of yeah. this to do. At so, least. At least. At least. So uh, we'll save all of that other shit for later. Z, how did you get to Shell Games, man? How did I get to Shell Games? Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, well, I did I did intern with Shell Games before I became a, a, a full-on hire here. Um, so I interned with Shell and... Let's see, 2018, I think, summer of 2018. Yeah. And at that time, I was still in school. I honestly did not know, like, what the hell I wanted to do. I think I'd switched my major, like, maybe 12 times at that point. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was bouncing back and forth, dude. I really was, like, the most indecisive little, little kid. What was the craziest 
like major you switched to? You oh, think? for sure, comparative literature. Dude, the what, people bro? in that major, yeah, insane. All they do is read. <laughs> Can you believe that, dude? I mean, guys just yeah. read. I mean, it's called comparative literature, bro. Dude, we, we were assigned three books to read in a week. Fuck. That's I was a like, lot of books, I dude. was like, I'm reading half of one book in a week, dude. I'm not reading three books in a week. There's no way. That's so sick. I just, I couldn't do it. I, I really thought I was cut out for it. It was one of those things where, like, I had a really great, like, writing teacher. Yeah. Like, my first year in college. Shout out Cody Klippenstein. If you're ah. listening to this, Cody, you were great. You, I loved your class. It was, a, it was like, a monster-themed class. So we read, like, she, she picked out, like, a lot of, like, monster-themed pieces of literature. Yeah. Learned a lot. We, like, read Frankenstein, analyzed the hell out of it. Super cool. Shout out Mary Shelley, too, who wrote Frankenstein. Um, Shout out Mary Shelley. We love you. We do, yeah. Come you, on the pod. Long and dead, but... Hey, come on the pod anyway. If you're an ancestor of, yeah. of Mary, Mary Shelley, Shelley, come on the pod. Mary Shelley Jr.? Yeah. Junior, 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 <laughs> Junior, Junior. Junior. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, that class was sick, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I could, I could be a major in this. Short, long story short, no, I, I was not, not cut out for it, no. But I was really into, like, uh, like coding. I really loved coding, but I also really loved, like, visual design and, like, visual art. Even though I'm kind of shit at drawing, yeah. I really like putting together like fl- like user flows, thinking about the user and how it like uh, someone uses technology, and that got me into web development. Sounds like you were really close to being like a UX designer. Dude. I was. That was probably like that was my major. Really, for, like the longest time of like all the majors experience? I had, I was u- I was a user experience designer for like the longest time. Dude, that and that was so really sick. fun. It was it was a fun gig. That's where I learned like most of my web development stuff. Gotcha. Um, but I still, like, didn't quite feel like something I wanted to do, you know? Like, I, right. there's something about it. It was a little too stuffy of a, of a major for me. Right. Um, so I was like, dude, I'll just freaking play some games. Why, like, why, why not try to be a game designer? Like, in one of my CS classes, the final project was to code Breakout. And uh, you know Breakout? Like, the, the little bricks. And there's, like, a little paddle going back and forth. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And... When I, after I finished coding Breakout, I was like, this isn't so bad. Like, I, I can code a game. Like, this is doable. Yeah. And I was like, I can make Breakout better, too. Like, I know Ooh. how to make this better. You know? The gears started turning. The gears started head. turning, yeah. Yeah. So I started making, like, small games. And then summer of 2018, summer of my junior year, I was like, I should get a game design internship. Like, that feels like something I should do. That feels appropriate. Yeah. And I applied to, like, 12, 15 companies. But because I was kind of you know, like I didn't have any, I didn't have any chops. Like I was really like dipping my toe into games for the first time. Yeah. Everyone rejected the hell out of me. The guy was ignored or just straight up, you know, like told you don't have like enough qualifications to be an intern. To be an I intern think very at a game funny design company. Yeah. That like the internship is basically like it's a learning experience. Right? It is supposed to be a learning experience, yeah. but like the amount of learning you already have to do, right. and not even just like learning, but proven like experience. Right. I mean, I guess on some level, I sort of get it because you don't just want like any like old peon or whatever, right? Who, like has like no interest or very little like even interest in it, yeah. to, Like being a part of your company, but dude, like that is where you learn your chops. Like you right. gotta give people a chance. That's that, I mean, yeah, that's like every disgruntled like college kid's rationale, right? It's just give me a chance. Yeah. And Shell was the only place that gave me a chance, 
And honestly, just just because it was the only offer I got doesn't mean I was I wasn't like head over heels. Like yeah. Shell was like my my top choice of really? all the internships I looked at. What made it like your top over can you say, can you name drop some of the other ones that declined you? Let's see, uh Yacht Club Games. Yacht Yacht City, Yacht Club. Yeah, Yacht Club. Dude, yeah, I don't fun. even I don't even they out of my mind. Shovel Knight, they developed Shovel Knight. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was Yacht Club. Gotcha. Um, I went the furthest with them and they denied me in the last round. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to refund my Shovel Knight. Like, I don't even want to play Shovel Knight anymore. Yeah, you bought it for the interview? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I did. <laughs> just so I could talk about it. I was yeah, like, just yeah, a little the, bit design, the design of Shovel Knight. You know? <laughs> That's but, good. Uh, That's good. Yeah, so... Did you do the same with, like, I Expect You to Die? It, that wasn't out yet. It was? Oh, yeah. No. It was like, no way. Though That wasn't out yet. What, 2018? Maybe it was. No, I don't think it was. Yeah, bro. Actually, you guys old as shit. We're going to have to cut this out. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know. Because when I applied, we didn't really talk about studio games. I guess it's... Okay. My application process was... I mean, I guess it was about me. Like, they didn't really care about... Like, whether you played the games or Yeah. Them. Okay, that's fair. Th- that's what yeah, I liked yeah. about Shell, was it, it felt like a, a... Like, the interview process felt like they were interviewing me. Like, it wasn't like... It wasn't them trying to see, like, how much I sucked up to them, you know? Right. It was like, oh, do you play... Like, what do you think of I Expect You to Die? You know, like, I didn't get they questions didn't get like that. They didn't get any questions like that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was very much like, like, what do you think game design is? Like, here's a here's a fake company, um, you know, design a game around this type of, like, educational purpose. Like, it was... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know. It was... Uh, I know damn well what it was. That was a deodorant stick right there. It was right a piece there. of deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> made that metallic clinging sound. <laughs> uh, anyway. Go on. Uh, <laughs> oh, go yeah, on. it was a great interview process. Um, got the job. Interned there. Had an amazing time. Honestly, shout out everyone on the team I was on at the time. Charlie, Russ, Ooh. Jennifer Rabbit. Nice. Mike Lou, John Kay. That's a, like a dream Brad, team right there. Gabe. Holy shit. It was an insane team. I have never learned so much in such a short amount of time yeah. in my entire life, uh, especially from Charlie. Really? Um, yeah. Charlie really gave me, like, I would say most of, like, the foundational design chops that I have. Wow. Because I didn't really That's know. high praise for Charlie. I, I didn't know game design. Like, I, I had, like, an inclination. I play games, right? Everyone who plays games has, like, an inclination for, like, like a what, little bit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. what good design looks like, right? But I didn't really have, like, the, the like, taught, the, like, this is a, this is a, like, a high-level analysis of games. Like, I didn't have that type of brain. Right. I couldn't do that, right? But Charlie gave me the tools to do that. Dude. And that was, I mean, it was just a great experience. Shout out Mr. Amos. Yeah, shout out Mr. Amos. We'll get you on the podcast. For real. And, uh, I mean, after that internship, I went back to school. I developed this game called <coughs> Gemeralds, which got uh, got really popular on Congregate.com and Newgrounds. Yeah. We were like the 12th most popular game on Congregate for December, like, 2018 or something. Dude, shout out. Um, and then I also developed a game called Family Style, which is still out on the App Store. It is a uh, multiplayer cooking game. Um, it's on the App Store and the Google Play Store. Um, it has like 3 million downloads. God damn, dude. Yeah. I put my heart and soul into that. Also, shout out Day, Day uh, another designer of mine. They, they killed it. Uh, I love working with Day. Um, 
I think they're an independent independent developer now. Wow. They they made a Smile for Me. That's a really really beautifully done indie game. Um, if you haven't played Smile for Me, you should play it. Um, really amazing game. Um, love Day. But uh, yeah, like I put my heart and soul into those two games, and I was like, I'm gonna come back to Shell. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna like get a job with Shell. And I'm gonna kick ass. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna walk in there and be like, look how much I look at all the stuff I learned. In Dude. the two years I was gone. And now I'm That's here. a comeback story. Yeah. If I've ever heard one. Now I'm here. Now I'm a game design fellow. I was signed on for a full-time offer. Dude. Starting in December. And congratulations to you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, I mean, it's awesome. I love learning every day. Like, I, by no means am I a professional, you know, designer. I I'm think it's a very funny term. It is. Professional anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... Who, like, at what point, I guess when you get, like, your job, you can consider yourself a professional. Yeah. But I think a lot of people, like, sort of extenuate that to be like, oh, like, I fucking know everything. Or, yeah. like, you know, I'm an expert in my I'm, field. I'm like, not that at all. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't say I'm an expert, well, in anything. <laughs> uh, but web development, not even. Like, you know, I'm still at the beginning of my journey, I feel like, in terms of my career. And even people who aren't at the beginning of their journey. Like... I think some of the smartest people that I've ever met would tell you that they suck at what they do. Right. Because, well, there's still a lot. They can get a lot better. Yeah. Comparatively, though, they're a lot fucking better than everyone at, like, near the bottom. Yeah. Who thinks that, oh, they're the shit. Right. Because of, like, you know, they have, like, a, a little tiny bit of experience. Yeah. Absolutely. I think there's, like, a there's like an infographic about that that's, like, the level of confidence versus the level of experience. Like, oh, and it's, like, this inverse... Uh, is it an inverse It's It's almost... So, it, it starts out where, like, at the beginning, you know nothing. You have no confidence. Right. You know, like, 10% level to mastery, and you're, like, at 90% confidence. <laughs> yeah. You're, like, I fucking... I'm yeah. the best fucking game developer that ever lived. Right, I'm right. the best web developer that's ever set foot in this entire place. Yeah. People should, like, bow to my feet. Right. And then you get, like, another 10% and you're, like, I fucking want to kill myself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, It's, like, yeah. It's, like... And then uh, it, the curve only goes up slightly. So, like, when you're, like, a master, you feel like you're only at, like, 50%. Like, sense. sort of confidence level. You're like, I know, like, a lot, but I know there's so much more you, that yeah. I could know. You know what I think has, that has a lot to do with? I really feel like, so when you first learn, I would say, like, any trade, uh, you learn the, the, like, fundamentals first, right? Like, you learn the fundamentals of web development, of game design. Yeah. Like, you, you one of the first things I learned was what ludonarrative dissonance is. Like, that's such <laughs> a buzz term, right? Yeah. Everyone knows yeah, ludonarrative yeah, yeah. dissonance. But that's like, it is, it's like a thing. Like it, it is a real game design concept. Yeah. But the thing is, the way it is reflected in games is different. It depends on the game. Just because you know what ludonarrative distance is, doesn't mean you have any freaking clue how it works in like, you know, The Last of Us versus a game like Civilization V. Like there's no, right. you know, it's so different. That's very true. And so in the beginning, when you first learn what that is, you're applying it to everything. You're like, yeah, that's that's some that's new and right if I've ever seen it, yeah, and I have know? seen it, and I have billions of times. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're really confident, but then, but then it's like, oh wait, like what? What actually is the the dissonance here that I'm like looking at? Yeah, you know. And then you dive deeper into the complexities of the design. And you're like, oh wait, whoa, like maybe I don't actually know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I yeah, I definitely 100% agree that in most trades, but especially like computer science trades and stuff like that. Oh, it's so easy to like 
pretend to know shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know really anything about like, like being like a plumber and or like an electrician or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's the same there. Like to the untrained eye, like someone who knows just a tiny bit about their field can probably pass as like like an expert. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's part of, uh, I guess creating like, I don't know. It's such a hard thing to do to create like decent sort of like hiring practices Mm -hmm. in, well, studios, but in just work in general, because it's like, you have to balance like, uh, how hard your tests are in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. And I'm speaking specifically about like computer science here. Like, I've seen, like, people who are really, really good computer science, like, like computer science graduates, or people who, like, have proven experience just completely bomb, like, a coding test. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that... Uh, but on the other hand, you have... If you don't at least somewhat restrict and, like, ask somewhat tough questions, I guess it's knowing, like the right questions to ask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because otherwise you can let like some fucking schmuck through the door right. who like read like a blog post about web development yeah. and has like charisma checked his way through the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now you have someone on the team Rolled who, a D20. Yeah, exactly. And got a nat 20 and has like gotten into this like prestigious position. They don't know shit. Right. You know what I mean? It's a hard thing to balance. I actually have no idea how I got here. Uh, I have been, we have been, I have been drinking. I mean, I feel that, like, that's, it's a common, that's a common feeling for me sometimes. Like, there are some days I'm working and I'm, like, trying to solve a design problem that I'm, you know, that I'm tackling over and over and over again. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't really know, like, I don't know how to solve this problem. (laughs) And then I, I, like, start pulling my, like, fellow designers, like, a last chance or, or uh, my manager, Jess, and, um. They'll give me an answer. Like off like, the bat. Yeah. Like they'll think about it for maybe a little bit and I'm like, oh, it's this. Or you could try this. Or yeah. like, have you thought about it this way? 100%. And I'm like, oh shit. No, I did not. Yeah. You know? But it's like a learning process. 100%. Like I definitely don't think I know. I think, I feel like I don't know as much as I do because all the knowledge like bubbles up to the surface at different times. Yeah. 100%. Right? I feel like, like, building knowledge in like a skill like this is it's, it's like less like expanding like a balloon or whatever it's more like digging through like a mine shaft yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah 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 it's like the knowledge the paths that you have to take because a lot of the things that you learn at least i mean i'm speaking for myself because i don't learn very well through like tutorials or whatever right mm-hmm. like or i mean even those are just like solving a specific set of problems over and over again until you get the result you want right mm-hmm. it's the same thing in any sort of project based like discipline right we're like okay, I have to learn this thing in order to solve this problem. Oh, I have this other problem. I need to learn whatever it is I need to learn in order to solve that problem. It's a very sort of linear path of, like, knowledge that you've just learned. It might, like, you know, sort of web all around, but it's not like it's, like, an expanding knowledge base. Yeah, it always comes, it always centers itself. Yeah, Yeah. I think, like, I think over time, there's, like, eureka moments in, Mm -hmm. like, your career where you're, like, oh, shit, this thing that I learned here matches up with this thing I learned over here, matches up with this thing I learned over here, all of a sudden I just, I have like expanded like my understanding of the industry, not the industry, but at, of the craft as a whole. Yeah. Like almost like exponentially. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you, you like, you uh, string all of those little tiny linear like paths through the mine shaft mm-hmm. together 
to build like oh I all of a sudden have a map of the mine shaft. Yeah. I know where like how all the pieces fit together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, the mine shaft analogy that was really difficult to like <laughs> to get working yeah. in my fucking head. But uh, yeah, man. I think that's like a really apt application to like our fields specifically because I think in web design and in game design you can spend like days or even weeks on like a very specific feature or a very specific aspect of the project as a whole so you're digging in one direction for like days and you get lost in it like this last uh jam week when i was working on my laser tag game i spent two whole days just like do we want to describe what Jam Week is? Oh, sure. So Jam Week is a uh, it, like basically a week-long holiday at Shell Games where the entire studio essentially shuts down. And we just sort of have a game jam, a week-long game jam, where we get to work on whatever game, whatever the hell we want to work on. It doesn't have to be a game. Yeah. Um, and it can be collaborative. It can be solo. Uh, it can be whatever you want. It's really awesome. And there's snacks, a lot of food. Probably gained about five pounds this past week, but hey, I'm not complaining. It was great. I'm feeling it. Was great it. I'm snacks. feeling it, dude. Shout out Harold for putting together all the food order That's forms. That's a fact. Uh, that must have been like a logistical nightmare. So I can't even 100%. imagine doing that. We should get Harold on the pod. We should get Harold. I bet, he, actually, I bet Harold has some insane stories. Oh, dude, that, yeah. that would be very funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah. Good. that has to happen that for sounds, sure. Yeah. We're going to um, put that in the, little pin in that one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's Jam Week. And so this past Jam Week, which happened like a week ago or something, I was working on this like laser tag FPS sort of mini um, computer game. And I spent two days trying to tackle this friggin' problem with like physics-based mirror reflections. I wanted my lasers to shoot off a mirror and, and exactly bounce, but also like maintain its momentum and i wanted to do it in like a very specific way and i was having a hard time like coding it but also figuring out how it like fit into the design anyway my point here (laughs) is that i tunnel visioned on that feature and by the time i came out of the tunnel i kind of forgot like what purpose it had in the project as a whole yeah you know 100 percent and that's like kind of what you're talking about how where you take a lot of like small linear paths yeah and eventually it all clicks. And it clicked for me on the last day. I was like, oh, this is where I did this so that I could do this other feature yeah. that I was working on so that it plays nicely with this other feature I was I was working on. And, like, I definitely grew from that. Like, my knowledge base is expanded. 100%. Like, I understand myself better, but also, like, how I would tackle this type of problem in the future. What we work on is, uh, both in game development and web development, uh, is, like... They're very interconnected webs of systems. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no matter what you're working on, you will have thousands, if not tens of thousands, of smaller problems to solve right. in order to piece together the whole. Um, so learning how to learn, I would say, is probably one of the best skills that you can develop as, yeah. like, um, well, I mean, anything, really, but especially in, like, a computer science sort of base discipline, um, like, game design as it is today yeah. or game development uh, in general, or web development, you know, whatever it is you're doing in this field. Uh, Learning how you learn and learning how to piece together the little tiny pieces of Mm -hmm. whatever you're making, uh, extremely important, I would say. I also think being vulnerable is up, like you have to ask questions. 100%. I, I cannot tell you how many times I've like 
pigeonholed myself yeah. and lost like a week, like just banging my fucking head against like yeah. the desk when I could have just reached out to like yeah. my fellow man. Uh, well, I mean, it's a little different in shell games because like that's true. You're uh, a one man team. I am like a one for all intents and purposes, like a one man web development right. show at shell games. Uh, so the point I'm making doesn't actually make any fucking sense. But, no, I mean, reaching out to... I mean, you can reach beyond the studio, of course, right? Right, right. Um, but in, from, like, a game development perspective, reaching out to, like, a fellow game developer or designer to answer something that you don't have in your knowledge base. Yeah. Like, instead of just trying to, like, brute force your way right. through the problem, which sometimes feels great. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I hate asking for help and shit because it's like, one, I don't want to be a bother to other people. Yeah, totally. And two, it's like, I feel like... Uh, you know, you've, <laughs> I'm sure like at some point you've asked your parents for help or something. You're like, no, you need to learn how to do it yourself. Yep, yep, you know what I mean? Yep. Like I carry that with me. It's like it's indoctrinated. Yeah, you need to learn how to do it yourself so that you can become better yep. at what you do. Yeah. Um, but I think what a lot of people overlook is, uh, and what I overlook all the time, is you do get better by asking for help. Totally. It's just a f- like, it's a faster. It's like it's literally like asking for a hint in like mm-hmm. a video game. It's yeah. like, Okay. I suddenly see how the pieces fit together because someone more or less held my hand through it. Mm-hmm. But I still have that knowledge in there, at right. least like cursory, like a cursory knowledge of it. So that if I ever come across this problem again, I'll have sort of that hint in the back of my head on how to do it again. Right. You know what I mean? And to like circle back to the game, like a definition of what a game developer is. Like it's a collaborative process. Everyone's name is on the game at the end of the day. That was, what a fantastic. Right? Dude, this might be a higher quality podcast yeah, than I thought. Than we thought. Yeah. I mean, th- at the end of the day, we're all making a game. It's a collaborative process. Everyone does their part. Everyone does their role. And the end product is really like everyone's striving for the most ideal version of, you know, the, the vision that everyone was knocking back and forth in the, in the initial research uh, phase of the project. Yeah. And so asking for help can also, I mean, it's just, it's part of the, it's part of the gig. It's part of the process. Yeah. yeah. It's part of it. I'm not sure if it's like a mantra here, but it's somewhere. It's like uh, nothing is created. Nothing good is created in a vacuum. Right. You know what Ooh, I mean? Yeah. Like you, a lot, especially of like products of today, which have become for the most part so massive, right? Like collaboration is just, like you said, it's a part of the process. Mm. You have to do it. At some point, even if it's just asking for input mm. or feedback or advice, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Otherwise, you're building something that has you all over it, uh, which I mean is cool, but just I think most people just aren't cut out for it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's very hard to create something good completely, like solo, mm-hmm. without asking for help, without asking for advice or pointers or looking for feedback. Like it's. It's a good way to get really disappointed about the oh, end product. Dude, 100%. I can tell you as someone who is like really stubbornly a solo developer on a lot of like small projects that I work on, it sucks. <laughs> it friggin' blows, dude. Yeah. I yeah, all the all of the games that I've ever released in my lifetime, the ones I'm most proudest, the ones I'm the most proud of are the ones I've collaborated with others on. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Because they're, they're better games. Like, they're just better. Yeah. You know? I think so. Because it's a collaborative effort. That's what it's about. I think... I think I just... We just exposed a potential issue with, like, being a solo developer. Being a solo web developer. Like, yeah. that... 
it is very difficult to know if what you're making is good mm-hmm. if you are the only person within your discipline that is looking at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it goes back to uh, how, like, everyone who plays games has, like, sort of, like, that general surface level, at least, idea of, like, what makes a good game. Yeah. Uh, but you, I feel like you need, like, other people who are at your level or above or near to be, like no, this sucks, mm-hmm. or no, you're actually onto something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like that's something that is definitely missing within my role, at least, as, like, the solo web developer or what have you, is that it's very hard to, like, be able to get that constant sort of back and forth, like, oh, no, this sucks, like, you should change it, or, yeah. oh, like, you know, which is why I'm glad that you were in web development, my friend. Yeah. Because I can just, you can just do that yeah. for me. I appreciate it. It's super fun. It's a nice, like, change of pace, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, like, working with spreadsheets, balancing numbers, working an engine. It's nice to, like, look at a website and be like, oh, this is, like, familiar. Like, this is comfortable. It's like comfort food. Dude. It's great. Uh, We have reached an hour. Yeah. I don't know what we talked about. Neither do I. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) But we made it to an hour. But I figure, I think... I figure it's pretty good. We never had to struggle for fucking... No. For content. I mean, Listen our outline that. is like, what? <coughs> Ten lines long? Yeah. <laughs> like it's not very not long. Not very long. You know? And we didn't even get through it all. Yeah, we this, really didn't. This should honestly take the full hour. <laughs> it really did. It... I mean, I guess we did talk about different projects we've done to make us who we are. Yeah, yeah. dude. We've hit the fucking hour. Um, I guess we'll call it until episode two. Yeah. We're fucking done. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't care about you guys. I'm yeah. just kidding. Thanks for listening. No, nah, I actually don't give a shit. Hey, actually, though, if you made it this far, yeah. let's do a little proof of uh, proof of listening. You know, If you made it this far, I want you to just comment. Find us on Twitter, yeah. at DrawCallPod. Yeah. Find us on Twitter, and just comment under this post where we where we post this, this episode. Yeah. Just comment duck. Duck? Just duck. D-U-C-K. That way gonna, we know you listen to this part. I thought you were going to say fork and knife. Or fork and knife. Dude, either duck or fork and knife. <laughs> One of the two. I want to see it. All right. That sounds good. Yeah, thanks for listening uh, to Draw Call. Uh, maybe we'll get a guest on next time. What do you think? Yeah. We'll, we'll try. try. We'll try for it. Dude, I'm sure we could get, like, Chance or someone. Oh, yeah. Dude. I would love to grill Dude. Chance. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get to know Chance better. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I like that. We'll get Chance next time. That sounds good. All right. Uh, folks, this has been Draw Call, I guess. Uh Thanks for listening. We're going to go watch Casino Royale, I think. Oh, that's right. This episode is called Casino Royale. <laughs> Should it even be called Casino Royale now? We've literally <laughs> talked about Casino Royale. None. I thought we were going to be, I thought we were going to like hurt for content so yes. bad. We just start fucking talking about how we want to end the, the podcast to talk about Casino Royale. I think we keep it. <laughs> it's a little treat. It's a little people, treat for the people. people who, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, get duck, good. fork and knives, and, and Casino, Casino Royale, Royale. Starring Daniel Craig and Eva Green. Right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's Draw Call. Uh, Thanks for listening. Adios. Uh, Bye.